How's your job going, Other Mike? Uh, I got a question for you guys. What would you do to get three pavers out of a pool when the pool is not heated and it's freezing cold at this temperature? How did the pavers get in the pool? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, I knocked them into the pool. You're the only person there. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, there's another guy every once in a while, but yeah, I knocked them into the pool. So I was screeding right by the pool and it was getting tight. And then I had some pavers that I'd cut with some smaller pavers kind of stacked on top of them. And as I stood up, my pants caught the pavers, tilted them forward. And all I heard was shh. And then bloop, 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 bloop. And then I knew immediately what had happened. And then I turned around and sure enough, there's three pavers rolling down the liner to the bottom of the pool. If you were one of Mike's guy, you would have got right before they hit the bottom. <laughs> That's what I thought right away. I was like, <laughs> do I dive in right now as I see them rolling down the liner? <laughs> you need one of those garbage pickers. Yeah. yeah. They sell those things at Princess Auto, don't they? Or TSC? Uh, what kind of pavers are they? So it's two squadras and a small cut piece of a blue. Two squadras. So it's like, yes. it's small Here's little questions. Do you need these pavers to finish the job because of all the paper shortages? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you, how badly do you need the squadras? That's the question. I, I, I don't need them at all. But I guess in the homeowner's eyes, it looks better for me to be able to pick those pavers out of there. Does the homeowner said something to you about it? No, I said something to the homeowner about it. And then he's, he started to like, think about ways he could get them out of the pool. And I was just like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I didn't, you know, update you to try to figure this out and solve it for me. I just wanted you to know that when you walk out and you see three pavers at the bottom of the pool, Is he there's a reason why. No, he's not retired. If he was retired, they'd already be out of the pool. Yeah, yeah, they make they make projects like that, right? Like, don't they have yeah. one of those big nets? Like that they big do, skimmer? but I think that would kind of rip up the net. I don't know if that. No, could be able to... be it's okay. a squadra. So buy them a new net, a twenty dollar net that goes on the end of a long pole. Yeah, Can you get like a fishing net. Could, like one oh, of those yeah, big true. fishing nets. Like yeah, yeah. they won't go through the mesh. Yeah, that's true. Get like a fishing net. You can catch a trout or a squadra. <laughs> Who makes Squadra? Block Tuckle? <laughs> Other than that, thank you for asking. The job's going great. We're pretty much laid, and I just had to cut and pull the papers. How are you sending it? Pull the papers out of the pool. Uh, I will be using uh, that semi permeable jointing compound. Uh, but I'm in no rush. Like I might do it this year. I might do it next year. Cause I also need to come back next year to do the privacy screens. And that's it. Yeah. So when you build that out, like to me, that's always an awkward, if you have it all priced as a lump sum, you know, but you've got the privacy screens in the sand left. That's like an awkward time when you don't know. Like how do you, like how do you, did you pick the actual value of those items or just a random amount that they're gonna hold back for the winner? Oh no! Like I already had it, like in the contract designed to you know what if we don't get to this at this certain time, like it's uh ten to fifteen percent, so it doesn't hurt me over the winter, and I've got no problem them holding that back for. Yeah, you didn't do the work, so they, sh- they shouldn't pay you. Oh, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. If if I was hurting, it would be an awkward conversation to be like, "Hey, I need some money before I complete the project." Did did I did I the last week did we talk about the the driveway that I sold because I was wearing a sweater at the trucking place that had a manufacturer on it? A paver manufacturer, or truck paver manufacturer. manufacturer. So is that the truck? place getting lug nuts because of course when you're trying to switch the rims on something as chad has talked about before it's like virtually impossible without spending a hoard of money on shit you didn't expect so i needed like super thin lug nuts for the new rims that are on the 
black Dodge that we have. And uh, I was at the trucking shop where they sell these things. And there was some guy sitting there eating a tuna sandwich. And uh, I walked by him and he said, uh, do you know the Teco block? Uh, I'm going to use their name because this is actually a, you know, and I said, uh, I said, yeah, uh, yeah, I know about it. And he's like, oh, he goes, I see you have a sweater. I said, that's because I'm so special. You might not know it, but you're in the <coughs> presence of a certified excavator operator, my friend. And I'm so special that they gave me this. I said, they don't give these sweaters to just anyone. You have to be walking down the street near a rat. They don't give them to just anyone. Like you got to be at least like, and he was like, oh, okay. Cause I was like joking around with the guy. Like, cause I thought he was just giving me a hard time or something. And then he's like, I need you to come look at my driveway. I'm like, okay. So I made an appointment because we have no work and I have nothing to do. And I feel like I should start doing these things before we go bankrupt. And I went to the, the driveway and I sold the job, but what, anyways, while all this was happening and I'm selling the driveway, he says to me, yeah, a contractor was supposed to do this last spring. And, uh, he, and, and this spring had just passed and he never did it. He just never came back. And I was like, Oh, that was like a bit of a red flag. And then he was like, another, give me a price right now. So I calculated it out at a quick price and said, it's going to be around this might be more, might be less. I got to do an actual calculation, but this is close to what it's going to be. And he said, okay, perfect. Go ahead. Send me a contract. I sent him a contract, and since then I've had like six emails, and I'm like, oh, red flag. Ignored. That's why. Totally ignored because desperate, stupid bathroom, stupid driveway. (laughs) What would you rather do, the driveway or the bathroom? Driveway. The the guy's actually really – I think that he just got – you know, it's the problem is if someone gets poorly treated by the contractor before you, they're obviously going to be overly – sensitive to you you know yeah and you know as as old, I, I know when i'm on here i look super professional <laughs> and like he logged on my instagram and was like hey that's a sick pizza review buddy <laughs> you actually qualified to do this driveway like uh yeah pizza reviews and driveways that's what i do and you uh, bonded over eating fish as opposed to eating meat because you I had a tuna eat, sandwich. Well, I just added it because I thought it was interesting. Oh. He was sitting in the truck place eating a tuna sandwich. I like small details. Did you smell the tuna? Oh, yes. I've been on a fish kick this week, too. So I'm interested. I, I enjoyed the details. What did you, you have for dinner on Monday? Yeah, today I did. But the last two days I had I had a, an entire shrimp ring last weekend. Um, By yourself? Yeah. I had fish tacos so, last just, like, night. Busted out a shrimp ring and said, "Yeah, like, my wife just looked at her and went, no fucking and shrimp, like, no shrimp hey. for you.'" Well, she There's had no like, shrimp for two or three, but you anyway, mostly ate it. Yeah, and then I went and bought salmon that night. Yeah, big fish weekend. What did you eat on Monday? Where did what did we eat on Monday? What did I eat on Monday? I think it was fish. I can't remember. Where the, I told you already where we went. Now I forget. No, you said you went out for steak tonight in Mexican the night last night. Yeah. And you had fish tacos, but you did not discuss Monday to my knowledge. Mike, get an instant replay. Rewind this. <laughs> I don't know if this is content. How's Anybody the hotel? How's the hotel? It's, it's, uh, it's, a, a, it's an Airbnb. Did we get a review or like uh, a, a tour? So this, yeah, I can give you guys a tour. This is my room. It's got two couches in it. For some Ooh. reason, um, I like the upside down. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say elephant. It's on the pillow on the couch. On the couch. Oh, I never even noticed. So, um, but this place, it has light switches for the outlets, which I don't know if is normal. Hmm. So you can't turn on the desk lamp unless you have the, the outlet switch clicked on. Same with the TV, which is weird. But it's very cost effective for traveling with four other people. Nice. I don't know. I think it costs us a hundred bucks a night or something for five of us. What, which is per good. Person? No. For total. Hundred bucks so, a night for five a different rooms? Five? Yeah. It's something like that. Yeah, we're it's wow. pretty affordable where we are right now. And it's that nice. seems like, ridiculously cheap. Yeah. yeah. Because uh that's it needs to be whenever you're low bid, right? And 
you're trying to pinch every penny. Not that we pinch pennies for the guys, but um, we're trying to stay as cost effective as possible. And we oh, looked at this place. I guess where you can I pinch pennies. I think that's amazing. Yeah, it's very good. <clears throat> like it's well, just the leather on that bed. <laughs> there's leather on the bed. Oh, the the yeah the, the headboard headboard yeah. Yeah, just that alone. That's you got a couple windows too. So I have some windows. Dang. They have a a poorly done patio, interlock patio in the back. One of those I, half so steps at the front of the house. Oh, is it an Airbnb? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, so you got like the whole house, or we got the whole house. Yeah, four hundred oh. bucks. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's called like Emerald something in Kingston. So yeah, that makes a lot of. There's sense. a Costco really close by. Princess Auto is not too far. Lots Did of you things get we Costco don't have chicken for lunch? No. No, we got Farm Boy for lunch yesterday. No. This morning. We were rained out today. So so how often do you travel with your guys? Not often. This then is... you don't need a policy. I would just pay for whatever they were getting. Yeah. This is so this job is, is going to spill over until next year. But oh. um is that we're going to be here a month next year at Queens? Oh, then you need oh, wow. a policy. Yeah, so you need to outline a policy. I know you're not a policy guy. I'm not a policy than- guy. <laughs> Did you bring Just make a sure diesel the diesel with you in the truck? <laughs> there, there's none because we took my truck up with the. We we floated the fucking four ton shovel out here. It's ran for maybe an hour total, and we've moved it four times because it's been in the way. There was absolutely no reason to take that shovel out here. Just Why emerging. did you think you needed it? Because we were told, hey, it'll be more productive if we have two shovels running, but it is not the case on it's this job. So, no. Does your Dodge have the brown interior? Yep. Do you yep. like it? I love it. Do you like right. the brown? I've been, th- I've been looking yeah. at Dodges. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I, I got to get rid of my gas truck. Really? Yeah. You know that death freezes in the winter, so you got to keep it three quarters full. <laughs> the gas, the gas truck is using like twice as much fuel as the diesel trucks, and yeah. it just, of course, it is. It's using four hundred dollars a week worth of fuel on the diesel trucks, so using like one hundred and fifty. Yeah. So it just it doesn't make sense to keep it anymore. Just, so I love it, but it just doesn't make sense. The ten k more for the price of the motor, you think it'll offset? The fuel cost. Well, we also have a fuel tank the at the yard. Yeah. Right? So we're saving, we're getting rack, we're getting rack brace for the fuel. Yeah. So, so. I don't, yeah. And it just, anyways, it, the truck, the the one that I'm trading in has, or getting rid of has 400K on it. Like yeah. It's, it's I feel like it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's probably still worth 25 fucking grand. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is how screwed up things are. Like, our float. I think it's a 2012, our 20 ton float. And we paid 10 grand for it four years ago. There's yep. a guy on Facebook selling a 2000, same model, same manufacturer, 20 ton float, 2004 for 25 grand. Yep. And I'm like, so what does that make our float worth? Because our it's a terrible color too. It's baby blue. Ours is uh-huh. black. I know ours is black. I like what is this float worth? Like I'm not selling it because I'm so scared. What if we suddenly need need a float? Well, well you could buy so one t- for twenty five grand. So Friday the <laughs> Friday the eight ton excavator is going out, so it's sitting on the twenty ton float right now because Darian went and picked it up, and Christy's taking the thirty ton float out tomorrow to do a float move. And I was like, hey, we're actually using both these big trailers this week. Because I thought they'd always just one of them would always sit around. So I was like, "Oh, look, we're actually using these big trips." Like, some here's a good story, and he listens to the podcast all the time. Uh, Omar called me, and he's like, "You got thirty loads of soil to move," and I'm like, "Sick." He's like, "You got to give me." He gave me the other guy's price. I'm like, "I'll beat it." He's like, "You're not usually that guy." I'm like, "I am today. Don't ever call me and expect me to do that. Like, today I'm that guy. We're moving the soil." Because my three week job got canceled, so Friday we'll start. Friday we're moving soil for way less than we should. Right. Anyone who's listening to the podcast, you got soil to move. Now is the time to fucking hit me up. 
Soil this today, snow moment. tomorrow. This is your moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not snowing either. It's, uh, it's in plus between. ten or whatever. It's super warm. Do you it's, think? Have you tried that? Have you put chains inside your your box to see if it'll stop the shit from sticking? Of the trucks, not yet. yeah. But no, because the fabricator guy doesn't show up because it's too cold. <laughs> I'll hook up that hundred pound protein tank and get his ass in. Uh, it worked sick on the excavator. Does it? I don't know if you saw the video on Instagram of the excavator. Yeah, I did. So it worked amazing. Like we loaded, Drake loaded like seventy loads with it, and no, no dirt ever stuck in it. Really? That's... It worked amazing. So with the till rotator buckets, they don't get shit stuck in them either right just because they're shaped they're well they're just shit just knows better than to stick shit in a just knows better bucket. to fuck with a tilt rotator bucket but so i wouldn't necessarily need to put chains in my bucket but it's it's a neat concept well you must have a machine that doesn't have a tilt rotator yeah the two-ton shovel actually i could put tiny chains in there I I guess. Yeah. yeah is that the biggest one you have is the four yeah yeah we're looking at an eight ton I'm getting cold feet because economy, but who knows? We also need two skid steers. If I'm going the so. way I'm going, you can buy. I'll trade you mine <laughs> for the truck. You want to trade my eight ton shovel for your bin truck? Oh, uh, would you? I we'll talk. I just thought about that. <laughs> no, do I it here. Thought, do it I just here. This about is great. It. It's about the same value. <laughs> Make the deal here. Know. Yeah. I've how actually, many hours? I, how many hours? Five thousand. Thousand hours. 5,000. 5, oh, 5, on a Kubota. Really? Your truck's a 1999. Yeah, I know. But it's talking about like it's some great piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> Look at 1999. What are you talking it's about? It's got a crane. No, you're right. It does have a yeah. crane. It's sick. It's got a crane. What could you do with that crane? Oh, you deliver could, pavers to. You could deliver super sacks to people. Think of, think of be... how much chaos we could start if yeah. we started delivering pavers <laughs> with a crane. Oh, my God. <laughs> Think of how many violent phone calls we could have then. I thought we could, we do, we actually work for a nursery. We do quite a bit of work for a nursery already. There you go. That's a perfect and tree I, truck. It, it would be sick. It would be a great yeah. tree truck. Yeah. It really would. Like if you had a flat deck on it and yeah. strap, like it, it would be, I looked at it, I was looking at it pretty seriously, but it's overpriced. So, oh, absolutely. I'm, I have no illusions. <laughs> I know completely that I'm asking more than what it's worth. You know what but, the problem when we if you if we had if you had wanted to get rid of it when we first got the eight ton excavator, I would have traded you immediately. Now but now like we've actually us. used it yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because all of life falls back to the same rule. And it's the rule I list, learned from a very good friend of mine. And he used to preach it to me all the time. People do not call you for shit you don't have. You're right. It's it's yeah. the whole basis of entrepreneurship. If you want to do something, you better buy the stuff to do it because no one's going to fucking call you to do that stuff if you don't own the stuff to do it, to do the job. That's deep. Like, it is deep. That's deep. deep. I know. It's like one of the best pieces of advice I ever got. People don't call you for shit you don't have. My account said something similar. He said, spend more money because you can't have this money sit in your account. The government will find a way to take it. That's the truth. Which it, to me, that's the, the concept, advice. that seems completely ass backwards. Like I want to have piles and piles of money and the accountant telling me don't have piles of money because they're going to tax it as, I don't know, something that he said, like, I don't know, some, there's a term for it. Someone will know it. Someone Just, will know apparently it. you can't have too much money in your account. You're split. You have to be doing things with this money. It becomes a unused asset or something like that, or I don't know. So, if you but if you invested your money in an eight ton excavator, that's mm -hmm. a good investment because excavators depreciate at a very low rate. You'd be better to have the money sitting in the excavator than you would in the bank if the if they're going to take it because the excavator excavators trailers they depreciate at low rates, machinery in general. Whereas trucks depre usually depreciate at a fast rate. So if you were to say, like, I'm going to take this money out of the bank and buy an excavator, I'd be like, well, you can probably sell it for almost what you paid for it in a year if you needed to. Yeah. Do you think that's still true with the, like, the way the market's been the last two years? 
Or do you think, think the fucking gonna floor is going to fall out? Like the shovel that you pay 200 grand for now nobody has work for and people are selling it for 150 grand. I think a lot of that's going to come to a head because yeah. I think you know, like gonna, a, be a lot of returned equipment. I think you're right. Yes. Like devalue the equipment you have. Yeah. So I'm not going to run out and buy that shovel that in six months might be I could get on a fire sale for some guy because he can't pay his bill. The past three years you could have, but yeah, I think it's a safer yeah. bet than not to say that all of this is going to come to a head. There's going to be returned equipment. There's going to be a lot of people that got in over their head. I'd say that's a safer bet right now, personally. Do you feel bad for those people? No. Or over leveraged right now? Uh, it depends. Do like, they feel bad for if me they're... when I make mistakes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No. I was just trying to wrap my head around that, but I just feel I like the past few anyone. years, there's a lot of people that have been... Uh, I, we talked about this, actually, in a, in a previous episode, but I didn't record it. And we were talking about... <laughs> gurus and uh a lot of people talking that's the even worse of the worst of the worst hour that was reserved for the worst but we we were talking about like gurus that have become very popular in the past three years and you know talking about going into lots of debt or you know just talking about this and that and um those types of people i wouldn't feel too bad about not that I would want to see them like, you know, go under because I want to see everybody thrive. But uh, that would be the type of person that I wouldn't be too butthurt about. I think like anything, though, is when it becomes hard to do, there's going to be people who walk away. It, yeah. it might not even be like you might have a bulk of equipment come back because there's going to be people who just don't want to put in the work to find the work. Whereas before the work was falling from the sky, you know, like last year at this time, work for me was falling from the sky. Like this yeah. year I'm digging illegal bathrooms in Toronto. <laughs> like, <laughs> just saying. Like, Are you going to hook up the, like, the plumbing for that, by the way? No, I said, bro, you need to get a plumber. The guy said, why? I'm <laughs> exactly. talking about <laughs> fucking toilet. <laughs> mean? I don't know how to do this. I have no idea what's going on here. Are you working for a general contract or is that a, a homeowner? Saying I that? don't even know who the guy is. Like that's, <laughs> that's the level Contacted of shit you my life. Kijiji. That's the level of shit my life's in. Gotcha. I saved the guy's number in my phone as like bathroom guy. Bathroom, <laughs> bathroom guy. <laughs> I, I, no, that's I, something. Go ahead. I'm just going to say though, like it's just it's people who are willing to do anything to stay like when work comes work will come easy again it's a cycle and this yeah. moment for me i'm at the bottom of the escalator i know it i've been at the bottom of the escalator lots of times in my life this time i tumbled particularly fast to the bottom sometimes it's just slowly going down this time it was like a full front on roll right to the bottom of the escalator how do you right know this the is the bottom bathroom. I'm digging an illegal bathroom in Toronto. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I, I don't, I don't know. I keep thinking I was at the bottom, but now we're talking about digging bathrooms and sanitary sewer lines that no one knows where they're going, and that I feel like is with no plans, like some half-ass. Anyway, I feel like this is perhaps. Although this might go great, like I don't want to go into it with a negative attitude. It might right. be the best. Maybe this is going to be great, and it's going to be a great connection. It's like a couple guys that do like renovations and build buildings They're, I don't think these guys are even they're trying to push to get the slab poured so that they can build the cabana for the whole winter. Cause it's a super complex cabana. They're just trying to keep themselves busy for the winter. I think it's really what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like that's my take on it, but super nice. They're super nice guys. I know I kind of joking around about them, but it's anyways, I, I, I don't know. Maybe this isn't the bottom. Maybe I don't I hope it is. Good God. Where else I could go? God, <laughs> park I don't know. Yeah, but the, all these people who bought tons of equipment when you just like literally like started an Insta- a Facebook page and got like fuck tons of jobs, 
those people are not going to be as likely to to really like i'm prepared i've I've grinded hard before i'm prepared to do it again sure you guys have too yeah if it comes down to it i think my prediction is within the next year dump trailers there's going to be a fucking ton of dump trailers use dump trailers that's a good prediction i think you're we're riding that train to five thousand dollar dump trailers three and a half ton dump trailers yeah yeah 10 foot those are the (laughs) those ones work out to about a buck 10 a month yeah (laughs) see a lot of those babies coming prime no ramps didn't get the ramp ramps didn't get the ramp option whenever i bought my first dump trailer we had this it wasn't even a Kubota. it was a coyote have you heard of coyote tractors no that's awesome though complete fucking knockoff of Kubota. like <laughs> the exact same orange and everything like pretty sure there was a lawsuit that, that <laughs> because they claimed to be imitating Kubota or something like that anyway we had this giant 23 horse coyote tractor bucket on the front and the boom on the back so like the digger with the separate seat in order to get it in the dump trailer you had to flip the boom sideways but you couldn't do it till the machine was half in the trailer or else it would hit the 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 lights so and you couldn't even get this fucking thing up in the trailer until we extended the ramps for six feet so they were 10 foot long ramps (laughs) instead of four foot long ramps and one of my workers dropped on my fucking foot once um but it took two people to put these ramps on the side of the trailer like just a fucking nightmare but see that's why you your equipment will never go back because you did that right all these people that have all these equipment right now never did this shit yeah they never did the hard part whatever yeah they just you did that because you were grinding to find work and you needed to budget with what you were doing so many people never there's so many people that never got the spreadsheets from Mike, like I did. <laughs> and they they just buy whatever they want because they just keep selling. You can't. For the last two years, you've been able to outsell your problems, outsell your mismanagement, outsell anything. But that, is, to me, that is that time is, well, for me in particular right now, that time is over. <laughs> like, it's over. Hey, that's the truth. Like, it's. Pretending you're running a perfect business. Like, no one's calling me for a fucking coaching call right now. Like, not that I'm advertising that. Or Your Black should. Friday sale. You're definitely coaching advertising that. You need, you need some coaching calls to get to. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell would want me to do a coaching call? I just, I just think that, like, you, you guys have obviously, like, ground away before. And people who have experience, people that have ground away before will be okay. Yeah, or people that are people that are smart that overbought equipment will take it back, put it at the dealership, and say, "Here, voluntary repossession," because mm-hmm. I can't pay the bill on it. See, yeah. that's why I keep so much money in the account because I'm afraid of shit like this to happen. I'm afraid of the day when someone says there's no more work and the account's going down. Thankfully, it doesn't go down too much a month based on our payment schedule and all that shit. But I'm but just it- deathly afraid that. One day there will be no money left if we don't go hard all the time. Like when was I've sold many jobs with this line. I've never sat at home. Hire me. Don't hire me. I've never sat at home. I've had work every day for the last 35 years. And then people look at you and go, what? Like hire me. Don't hire me. I don't really care. Someone else will hire me. I'll work. Like even in, I I know I'm I'm exaggerating to make it funny like the desperate straits that we're in, but um, you know it's still we didn't sit home. There's no, a couple, right. like, couple days. There's a couple days when the trucks hauled regrind into the yard and then people spread it, but there was something to do. Like we needed to do that's work that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it on a schedule like I'd hoped, <laughs> but you know yeah. it. When was the last time you sat at home with nothing to do, Chad? Today was a rain day. No, no, I mean like you had something. To do. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like I, uh, did you get the brown interior so when you put sod in the truck, you can't see the dirt. I didn't plan on putting sod in the truck. The MTO officer left me no other option. 
I had no straps. He was just jealous that you were driving. You were driving a Lone Star. A Lone? What's a Lone Star? Well, isn't that what it is? The Lone Star edition? No, it's uh, what's that called? It's not the King Ranch. It's the Lone Star. What does Dodge call it? A Lone Star? No, it's not a Lone Star. It's something else. Lone Star is a restaurant. Yeah, Lone Star is a restaurant. What is it? Lar- is it? Laramie Longhorn. Longhorn. That's a Longhorn right. edition. It's not Lone Star. I was really convinced. <laughs> it's a Lone Star. Star edition. I was super convinced it was a fucking Lone Star. Like I was really buying into my own shit there. Like, I, there's actually a dually for sale right by Princess Auto if you're ever in Kingston. Beautiful. Is it a, is it a, a Lone Star? It's a Lone Star edition. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Perfect What's... for Paper King. All black, what? black rims. Nice looking truck. And it has a brown interior? Yeah, it's a Lone Star edition, so it would. Yeah. A Lone Star. What is it really called? Fuck, I forget. Longhorn. 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 Do you know what's interior of what truck is sick? I don't particularly like the trucks, but uh, Tundra, the Tundra 1794 edition. I've never seen the interior. It's like this weird Western edition of a Toyota Tundra, because, like, I guess out west in 1794 people were like set me up with a tundra yeah, toyota <laughs> toyota like a toyota tundra I, the... it's it's sick though it looks really it's the same kind of like brown leather fucking hmm. how, if they ever since... made like a one ton they I guess those are those are useless to me those half ton trucks so how many days since you started your business have you sat around mike doing nothing Zero, other than uh, like a rain day here and there, like chat over there, but yeah. Like, how many days did you wake up and be like, I literally have nothing to do? Yeah, that's never happened. So, I mean, I I think all of us live in. I do too. Like, we all live in fear of it happening, but right. it's never particularly happened. I always find something to do, or like it depends how hard you want to call people and how hard you want to hustle, and like when. You first started the podcast, you spent an infinite amount of time talking about marketing and sales. And now the last two years, you've probably spent almost none. Yeah. But next year, you'll probably spend a whole bunch again. That's what I was actually just thinking about and talking to someone about. And uh, what did you guys, what, what did you guys do when you first started your business? Like, how hungry were you to go out there to get leads? Because I remember uh, once I did flyers or like I went door to door, actually. And tried to get style. leads, and They're then Lucky Ian loves the door hangers. Oh yeah, I, I did. I actually did door to door and tried to get leads in a specific area that I wanted in, and then I got lazy, and then I just started doing door hangers. So you actually rang doorbells? Oh yeah, and talked to people and everything. How did that work? Z- no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say about how great it worked. I thought it was no, a good idea. It sucked. I got one person that was interested and then i followed up with them and they ghosted me and that that was uh so i did that after working like uh 7 30 to 5 30 and then i went there for so probably six so i probably did like two to three hours of wow. uh door to door how many days just once <laughs> 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 because then like my uh other ads started going and i started to get leads and then i was just like yeah i'm not doing that again why would i go door to door i put up a sign in a supermarket with a tear off thing the <laughs> internet that was pre-internet yeah yeah i put up a, they used to you know they used to have like a community board at every supermarket yeah and i made a sign that said lift and relay paver interlock and you tore my number off and phoned me that worked did it. Why don't you do that again? You're out of maybe, work. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. I'll make an Instagram <laughs> video of it. <laughs> I'll make an Instagram video of it. Maybe that's a good idea. Do we have jobs shop. for the spring. I have the driveway now. Nice. Which that which they they want to do really big slabs. So now I'm like, oh, I need one of those Jimmy rig things for an excavator to swing the slabs in with the fucking vacuum lifter because i'm not lifting these things by hand and last time i got so much heat over the fucking unilift <laughs> i like the unilift i like uh, anything it's, i'm yeah, fine using i it. see it as being useful 
Yeah. Chad, you you have one, right? I, I yeah, I need it for this Kingston job because they're all two by two slabs. And we're sure shit not putting them in by hand. How thick are they? Eighty? So, no, I think they're fifty. So is it doable by hand? Yeah, but why would you want to? I don't want to. I think it's exactly. harder to do with yeah. the unit left. Yeah. So, I wasn't the one who was making fun of me for the record. <laughs> <laughs> if I liked but, the unit left. I wanted yeah. to use it. Yeah. It's, but I'm uh, gonna have to get some kind of vacuum thing for because now Originally, he wanted. Actually, I was going to get one anyways. I priced it in because it, he wanted uh, blue eighty, and those are too like to me. Even those ones are too heavy now to put in by hand. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I priced you it for that. Or I priced it for the uh, resin based the resin based jointing compound because now it's approved for driveways. Really, oh, that's right. It is. So is I that the big it. news that like, no. here is coming? No, that's Some coming tomorrow, news. right? Any guesses news. about what that was? Probably that they're going to be charging a $5 usage fee <laughs> for the tails. <laughs> Could be that. I've been waiting, waiting for some rep or someone to reach out to me and be like, can you shut this shit down? Like This podcast? No, no. The, <laughs> the whole thing about the usage fee. Because uh, I'm sure they're sensitive about it. Gotcha. See, I, they won't even visit my site, so. Well, There's you don't want to pay the 25 bucks. I'll pay $25 to come check out what's wrong with this site. Come see my fucking job. It's $25 now. That's fine. If you want a manager, it's a Do you want a check or do you want an e-transfer? Well, go Get see down here. Let's go. Go see your dealer. Let's do you know how to dealer. e-transfer money? Yeah, of course. Do you, Mike? Yeah. I have no idea how to do it. <laughs> so... <laughs> If someone's, this is how broken, talk about broken system. Like, the bin broker, the client calls the bin broker. The bin broker calls me. I don't answer. So the bin broker calls Cody. Cody delivers the bin. Somehow the bin broker gets Christie's number, calls Christie. He transfers the money for the bin to Christie, who said, Kelly sends the invoice. Wow. All for $300 bin. Nice. <laughs> you just spent so $50 in service charges, flipping the money from account to account. <laughs> yeah. we, I, we got our 407 bill and our like, whenever you get on and off, it charges you a, a buck or whatever. And our one truck, the guy that was driving it didn't know that. This is like all part of learning curve, right? And so he was... Just the routes he was driving, he was getting on and off the 407 12 times a day for the month. His The bill for his truck this month was $900. Wow. <laughs> Kelly called me. She's like, what the fuck is going on with the brown truck? What do you, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> he's been going to the same job for a month. But they, they used to meet at the spa. But I don't think they're super fans of us anymore. So <laughs> now we meet at the yard, and the yard roots them a different way, and they've been doing it for a month. So we got the first four hundred seven bill from it. We spent like twelve bucks a day or something, and not enough four hundred seven for a month. Nine hundred dollars for one truck. I was like, well, we need a policy for this. And I, when I called him about it, I said, listen, bro, I don't have a policy for this. This is my fault, not yours. How would you know? You've never he's never had a 407 transponder. It's not his fucking fault. It's my fault. 100 percent I own it. Like I and there's no policy. Like it's not like I said to him, don't get on and off the 407 12 times a fucking day. And I was like, man, when I was like leaving my last position, I should have just taken the fucking truck and gotten on off the 407 all day for a whole day. On one ramp off, on one ramp off, on one. It's like leaving the tap on when you leave a place you're renting. Water bill gets astronomical. Oh, anyways, I still get a bill every month from the four hundred seven. It's zero dollars, but I don't oh, know why really? they send me a bill every month. Fuck yeah, paper, paper bill. Hmm. Why would know. they send you a paper bill? I don't know. Old fashioned in Cornwall. They're like that guy's in Cornwall. That guy's from Cornwall. <laughs> yeah. Don't know if they have power out there. Better send them a paper copy. 
Do you think it's terrible that I don't know how to e-transfer money? No, you're old. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you've said it. Every, I think you've I said know. it every 20 minutes no, for the I... past. <laughs> 20 podcasts. Say, I, I, how hard is it to do it? It's not that uh, hard at all. You just need your banking app. I don't have a But in order app. to set up someone new, you got to get the phone call and they do authorize this and you punch in the phone in the number. And... Mike, do you know what an app is? It's <laughs> just so checking baseline I, level. <laughs> when I worked at Confirm, one time the Wi Fi broke and the, the administrator was like, Hey, can you come here and fix the Wi-Fi? It's like, what leads you to believe I know how to fix the Wi-Fi? It's like, well, you're the like, uh, you're the internet guy. I said, I know how to use one app, sort of. <laughs> how to fix the fucking Wi-Fi? What are you talking about? <laughs> Ever. Uh, Anyways, you guys good? That's good. I feel like we got we got we like did. almost two full episodes here, Mike. You could divide this motherfucker. Well, the uh, good hour and the worst hour. Two episodes. I know, but you yeah. said we got to get more episodes in the bank, man. The I've bank. got an idea for that. I need 10 to 15 minutes of your guys' time next week because I got a good idea for that. Sick. Great. Why not? not right now. Well, I mean, this, if you wanted to right now, but I, I should probably up. give you the question beforehand. This should stay on the podcast. It should. It's creating a lot of suspense. That's true. This is how you get people to listen to the next one. By creating suspense that there's a mysterious conversation behind the scenes about an episode that's coming out at a later date. It's all about the suspense. Yeah. Can you go to a pizza place for dinner tomorrow and do a review? You could ask the guy if that's where the guys want to go. One of the guys had a honey feta pizza tonight. Actually. Ooh. Yeah. That's even vegetarian. Uh, I think there was bacon on it. Oh. Uh. Stupid bacon. <laughs> stupid bacon. Uh, stupid bacon. I'll, I'll let you know where we go tomorrow. Get a cheese pizza and do a review. Cheese pizza. I'm, I I actually reviewed a real pizza place today. Oh, I saw that just before starting this. Not like you. Circle. Not like Circle K. It's like a real, actual pizza place. I'm gonna start doing it for a living. I think I like people really enjoy my insight into cheese pizza. I don't actually think anyone does. I think I enjoy my insight into cheese pizza. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So next week we'll reserve 15 minutes for Mike's secret project. Sounds good. But but are you going to tell us the question? I'm not going to tell you the question now, because if I do that with the way these offset, it's better if I tell you it next week during that episode, because then two weeks later, it'll be the final episode of the year. So oh. if, if you follow me with that, oh. then uh, then I'll give you that question next week. I, I, like, th- I like that you have that thought about that that in-depthly. <laughs> Did you know that Andy Mulder doesn't even know my first fucking name? Really? I saw, yeah. <laughs> what did he call you, Mr. Favorite King? Just call me. He said, he said he just thought you were I don't know who's account. running. I just said, I don't know who's running that account right now. It could be Mike or Chad or I don't even know Favorite King's first name. <laughs> what he said on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Sure. Thanks, bro. Don't even know my. But I was like, "How witty!" It's not like we ever met in person. And yeah. Like, I just call him MMWSI slash three four two. Not That's calling his name. him Andy. Not calling him Andy anymore. Forget that. Doesn't even know my name. Call me Paverkin. <laughs> he didn't even call me PK. I started signing my videos PK now when I remember to do it. Mm. Mm. Mike's not that impressed by them. Do people actually call idea. you PK? Oh, yeah. Tons of they? people. Really? Everyone that works at Sitescape calls me PK. Wow. All the managers, all the they all call me PK. And then all the people who work there, like all the staff, they all call me PK. Yeah. I feel like you should have a neck to, tattoo that says PK. A neck tattoo? Yeah. I don't Are know you, if I'm uh, a ne- in that like, cursive, like P. Yeah, with the, cra- with the crown, PK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the crown should be there? tattooed up here, like uh, like Post Malone. <laughs> <Is that it>? <laughs> <laughs> I don't notice that Chad's I... got a chain today. Yeah, I got a chain. Oh, is that from the the Instagram page that reached out to us for promotion for no, <laughs> <it's a> promotional <laughs> jewelry? 
<laughs> no, no, this is a family heirloom. But oh, yeah. gotcha, nice. It's the perfect thing to wear in a construction site. <laughs> family heirloom. We had a this... the whole meeting. How you wear your hard hat, safety vest. People aren't wearing a safety vest and the whole shebang. But we didn't get in trouble. We were all in our gear. People, but we had the. We had Low the expectations um, of the landscaper the, on a commercial job site. Yeah, it, right after the safety talk, we had the the gender talk. How what? how would you say that? So you're not allowed to call. It's complicated because you can talk to the people that you work with, obviously your coworkers, but anyone who you're not familiar with, you can't assume that they're male or female. And they want you to use their appropriate pronouns. Do they have their pronoun written on their hard hat? No. We have a safety then sticker you know that it? says we went through orientation. I don't know. I don't like anywhere, Mike, how are you supposed to know what people want to be called these fucking days? Like it's gotten a little out of hand. Cause you can offend someone. Like a while ago. It's out of hand. Years ago, <laughs> it's gotten that. They're gonna you put could, a litter box in it. The construction site. You could you could go to the construction site and say, "Hey, motherfucker," and five guys would turn around and say, "Yeah, what do you want?" And you can't say that anymore. You can't even say, "Hey, sir," because they could turn around and be identify as fucking something else, and so you're not allowed to say that on the job site. You have, you have no way of approaching somebody that that you don't know to talk to them. I don't know. It's complicated. Anyway. That is really complicated. It's I'm being honest. Up. Like, it no, it's. So it's, when you, if you're going up to the guy tarring the back of the wall. Yeah. What you can you say, Hey man, that's really messy. Can you wait till we're done? Or can you make sure not to get any on the wall? You have to go, excuse me. Can you make sure you don't get any on the wall? And you can't, have you can't have any association with the gender for this person, right? So, yo, they them, what's going yeah. on with that tar on the wall? Yeah, that's it. That's I don't to... understand how to use the. This is a deep topic that we probably shouldn't be talking about. Yeah, yeah. We, maybe we shouldn't poke this one anymore. I don't I even understand how to use like, they them. Enough. People are like, I'm a they them. Fine, don't cut it out. You didn't cut out the cat shit. <laughs> really? The humiliating thing where I'm fucking trying to get the kitten out from under the desk. Leave that. Chad's <laughs> discussion on real world problems on a construction site that is real and complex. We'll cut that it's, out. It might be a bigger issue moving forward. I don't know how far they're going to take this whole thing. I feel like it's you probably know, a bigger but... issue in downtown than it is in Cornwall, right? <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not even in Cornwall. I'm in Kingston, right? Like you're an hour and a half closer. Yeah, an hour and a half closer to the source of the problem. Toronto, yeah, I, the source <laughs> of the problem. <laughs> I, I, now mind you, I haven't done the safety training at a commercial site in a year. The last time I did it was a year ago, and they didn't That's... include any of that kind of stuff in it. No. Might have wow. been two years ago. I'm going to ask one of our guys just did the safety training for a Metrolink site. And that's yeah. as hardcore as it gets. Is you it got, so? They don't even let you on the site unless you're wearing glowing pants. Glowing like, pants. Like if you don't have like high Like a rave site. Orange pants. If you don't have high vis orange pants, they don't let you work on the site. Hmm. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. The amount of, like, it's just the amount, and you, you have to have some specific kind of hard hat, not just a hard hat. Like a it, carbon check, fiber. I don't remember. It's like a H32 or something. It, there's some reference to it. Hmm. I was like, okay, I don't even know what that means, but whatever. Um, that's like it, I'm going to ask him if he had gender specific training. Yeah. Just to was... see if, what general contractor is it. Forgo construction. I think maybe, maybe it's uh, RGC from back home. Um, he also asked, like, we had to check off, do we have Wemis, all this stuff. Um, check yes to Wemis. And then 
he flips my paper around and says, you don't have uh, heights, working at heights training? Yeah, I have said, to have that. dude, I'm a landscaper. I don't leave the ground. What do you, you mean? It doesn't it. matter. Well, I don't have matter. it. I'm still working. In Toronto, they wouldn't let you work. Well, if in Toronto, if you don't have working at heights, Wemis, and that Ontario Employment Act training, have you guys all done that? It's like that technically yes. you're not allowed to employ anyone in Toronto without having done this in Ontario, without having done the Ontario it's there's one for supervisors and one for workers. And you it's like a 15 minute thing. You log on to the Ontario.gov site and you do it. Then they send you a card. We all have it because we can't get on the sites without it. Hmm. We, all of our guys have working at heights training. They've never used it once. They all have Wemis, which obviously isn't, like, you know, they might use that, I guess. Although they're still putting diesel in gas jugs. Um, <laughs> and they, uh, the other one is the working at heights. The working at heights course is expensive. It's like 200 bucks. Wow. I just figured I don't go at heights. So I would agree with you. you the know, problem like... is the working at heights stuff is all a derivative of when the all the guys were working on the swing stage in Toronto on Christmas Eve and it collapsed and they all died landing on each other, like 14 of them. And the only guy that lived was the last guy who hung on because he landed on everyone else that was already dead. And so when that happened... That's a story, yeah. It's a good way to end the podcast. You guys never heard about that? Yeah, yeah, well, when they when that sorry when that happened, the everyone's had to get working at heights because they could all get put in a position where you're on a swing stage or like just randomly. Wow. Technically, if you're standing on top of your wall, you're working at heights. Yeah, I figured that. I'm like, how high does this wall wall have to be before I'm working at heights? Retaining walls are a really touchy subject because. You're supposed to have them barriered off when they get over three feet or whatever. I think four feet. But how do you do that? Because the wall's constantly going up. Yeah. Then the wall gets really tall. Like that big wall you're building, it's a really, yeah. it is actually a complex safety situation to meet the law. Yeah. You're almost, if you leave a course, if you leave a course not backfilled and no one walks on the wall, you're, then you have a, you have a barrier to falling off. Yeah. Right now it's, seven or eight feet high no at least eight feet high is it filled right to the top yeah yeah so yes, technically you don't have a barrier to like when you put the next yeah. layer on before you backfill now you have a barrier yeah. to falling off the yeah line. gotcha yeah that retaining makes walls are complex They're i've com had a lot of dis like safety discussions about big retaining walls on commercial job sites because yeah. like they're like well you can't do that i'm like okay what do you want me to tie off to yeah. Technically, when you're if you're standing on that wall that's seven feet high, you should be tied off. Yeah. No, I agree. But do you? You never took the course. You're right. I'm also the guy in the shovel, <laughs> not the guy on top of the wall. So I'm, I don't. I'm scared. I, I don't have a machine operator's ticket. Apparently, that's something too. Yeah. All our guys I, are are have skid steer, excavator. There's a couple other ones too. I don't know. They all have them. All I can run a shovel just as well as these other fucking guys, but I don't have a ticket for it. Do you want to hear a great story about that before to end the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Mike's ready to click end. No, no. I'm just tired. It's like, but this is a really good story regarding this exact topic. At, when we started building the pond at the spa last year, I was like, the thing's like 45,000 square feet or something, right? And I'm like, how do I get the rocks in the middle of the liner? There's big rocks. Like, I, how the fuck am I reaching in there? Like, we had a 20 ton excavator and it wouldn't even come close to reaching the middle of the fucking pond, right? I'm like, I don't get what we're doing here. I've never done this. I didn't want any part of it. I said it repetitively. So then they came up with this idea of hiring this guy with a long stick, right? And they got this guy, said he had a long stick with a thumb, which is pretty rare because it's a long yeah, that's... Like, humming to get a long stick with a thumb. So anyways, this guy was coming with the long stick. So they hire the guy. The guy shows up. They're unloading the long stick, which is a whole, you know, rigmarole and big show. Because yeah. a huge 40-ton yeah, excavator with a long stick on Like, it's crazy. He, he walks it down to the pond, gets it set up, and then they're like, you have to go for orientation. So 
I said, okay, you got to go up to the, they called it the big room. You got to go to the big room for orientation. So he goes to the big room and he's, and then the next time I turn around, the excavator's walking back out to the road. And I'm like, okay. Fuck is all. So I, I go up to him and I'm like, what happened, bro? And because they had made it clear you had to have all this safety stuff, told all the requirements, but I guess he just thought it was bullshit. So he goes, Yeah, so you know, the guy's like 60 years old, he owns this thing outright, like he's well known guy. He goes, They told me I need a license to run this. I said, Yeah, you gotta have like a card. Because I told them to go fuck themselves. Yes. And I went, <laughs> Okay. Like I gotta work here, man. For like, and this is like crazy COVID. You gotta wear a mask. It was in the middle uh, of all that shit. And I was like, okay. He's like, I like. So are you gonna build the pond? He's like, no, I'm leaving, man. I don't need this shit in my fucking life. I can go golfing. Uh, you know who I am? And I was like, okay. And then he left. La- like literally, he's like, my float didn't even make it 25 minutes up the road. My float's coming back. They loaded up the machine and left. It's my <laughs> when- spirit animal. The- <laughs> I want to be this guy when I was the 60. assistant super was this woman she's like so nice and she was just trying to do her job and she's like yeah the guy told me I was a fucking bitch or something and started yelling at her and then left and I was like oh not god uh, yeah that guy just packed it up he's like fuck you dude I don't need to do shit I'll go dig someone's pond with my long ultra cool Cabelco long stick so just last thing, how did you get the rocks into the middle of the pond? We f- we folded it in half, then folded it back, then folded it back, then folded it back, and then did that half of the pond, and then rolled it out one at a time. But this thing weighs like you. Did, you yeah, I was gonna that- say this thing has to be fucking. Oh, yeah, it had to get pounds. Like, every time we had to fold it, we had to like ten guys had to come from other job sites and help us push it once. Wow. God. It was fun. And then by the end of <laughs> when you first start doing that, you're like, oh God, we don't want to pierce the liner. By the end of it, I was like grabbing it with the thumb on the eight ton and fucking yanking it around. Cause I was like, I don't give a shit. This is outside the water line. Fuck it. Ah! Like it was just <laughs> chaos. So, and then, so we just kept folding it back. Then we would pull it with uh, ropes and excavators and skid steers. It was horrible, man. It was building that pond was one of the worst fucking things I ever did in my life. How long would it have taken the shovel guy to put those rocks in? With the long stick? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. probably two weeks. Oh, that long. I was going to say, if it was a couple hour thing. Did you ever see any videos of that pond? That's the one that's uh, full that of syphilis spa? or something like that now? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if someone swam in the pond. <laughs> I hope they didn't. My God. Oh. It was never authorized. The thing... <laughs> The pools where you're supposed to be swimming were not well taken care of. Never mind going to swim somewhere where you were never supposed to swim. There is a beach. That pond's like the pond liner itself weighed like it was crazy. Yeah, I, bet. I bet. There's a video of like 50 people rolling out the pond liner for the first time. I seen that one. That yeah. was huge. Yeah. It's and I have no idea. I don't. I don't even put in pondless waterfalls. I have a guy, pond guy, Matt Bean. Like, I don't even install bubbling rocks. Like, <laughs> like build this pond. I'm like, I don't think I'm the... There's three huge waterfalls that fall into that pond, too. One of them, it's a big wood house with a windmill on it, and the water comes out of it and then hits a chute and goes down a chute like it's in an old-school mine and then lands in the river and then goes down the river. I don't think I should be building that. Yeah. I, I don't want a part in that. I That's can fine. tell you from my experience, I should not be the one building it. <laughs> we had to power wash all the rocks. We had two guys power washing rocks for days. Because mm. if you put all the rocks in dirty, the pond's full of silt. Right. Yeah. So like, we had a four-ton shovel holding rocks up and a guy power washing the rocks for weeks. Oh, I even mean it was like a day. How do, you, how do you price that? I guess uh, I know how you price it, but how do you account for it? Yeah, we're going to be pressure washing rocks for weeks. With an excavator, a guy, and a pressure washer. And yeah. 
you know how reliable pressure washers are. They're the biggest pieces of shit on the planet. Yeah. So can you imagine if you're actually used you can't get one to run for 15 minutes on a fucking job site. Now try to run one for 12 hours a day for three or four weeks. It was a disaster. The whole thing was like because the guy who was supposed to build the pond, we were supposed to be supplying the equipment and the operators to build the pond. And there was supposed to be someone there directing us. That there's these I don't even understand, like there's these one-way valves in the bottom of the pond, and you if in a small pond liner, you would hold your hand, you'd cut a hole in the pond liner, glue it, hold your hand up, and then screw it down, right? And then it grabs the pond liner in between, and then it's a one-way valve. So any water that gets under the pond liner can go out the one-way valve into the pond, but can't go back in under the pond liner, and it keeps the pond liner from bubbling, right? Fucking great. And if I was doing that in some little pond in my neighbor's backyard, I'm sure you can like center it and figure it out and hold it on both sides. The pond liner's 40,000 square feet. I can't get under it. I can't, I'm like, I don't even understand how to fucking do this. <laughs> and we're cutting a hole in a pond liner that was worth 50 grand or something. They're like, cut a hole in it and then screw it together. I'm like, is there a YouTube video? Like, <laughs> so dead serious. Like, is there a fucking YouTube video for this shit? Like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Like, it was because the pond guy bailed. He couldn't find a shovel to put rocks in the middle of the pond. <laughs> no, that was the shovel guy. That you know, how many people bailed on the pond. People yeah, it seems like it. everybody bailed. People on would come it. look at it and be like, "Yeah, uh, like yeah, this is," and then leave. I like the I mean, challenge aspect of it, but yeah, I can see it was challenging. A lot of shit can go tipped up on that because it was also it was like April, so it was like super wet and rainy. Yeah, so it was all muddy too, and like. It works good. It looks beautiful. Like actually, our our team that was there ended up finishing it, mm. and it looks beautiful. Like it looks the pond looks amazing. Like it looks really cool, and it all turned out great. In the no one's suing them about the pond. <laughs> like it all turned out amazing. It just was like this. Is it nicer than Andy's pond? Because that's a phenomenal pond. It is. I don't know. It has this like crazy waterfall thing from this box. If I didn't have to pay to get in there to not swim in the pools, I'd make a video of it. I should mm-hmm. see if I like I don't know. Andy's pond is beautiful, man. It's yeah. beautiful. And that it, project? Yeah, that whole project's beautiful. He did an amazing job. Him and his team crushed that thing. Like it just it look like I don't it's hard to say. It's all a matter of I don't I like the the natural granite boulders that are in the pond in Ontario better than maybe the armor stones that are in the, the Andes pond. That's the only thing. That's the only thing I would say is I like the colors and the uniqueness of each boulder and that's st- like I, that part of that pond, I really, the look of it, I really, it looks, I really like that. I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge armor stone guy though. It's not my thing. No. Yeah. I'm uh yeah, I like whatever makes the most money, but I'm partial to talking, money. That's not what we're talking about, though. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But I can, again, I can equate everything back to money and how much money we can put in the bank. And I really like out. those uh, walls that look like uh, wood, wood, uh, but they're made of concrete and they're they're like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not enough money left over at the end of that one. Are there are there still guys? Your guys working on other jobs while you're in this job? Yeah, they. I have two guys back home. They're putting a little wall in Cornwall for the city, and um, I got a text from the city inspector. He says, "I love it when your worker tells me he's not doing what I want him to do. He's doing it his way." So <laughs> there's that. Anyways, that will also be done by tomorrow. At least he didn't swear at him. Oh, I bet he did. Uh, Okay, gotcha. But um, anyway, I'll deal with that problem when I'm back in Cornwall. I think it'll be fine. Hopefully it sorts itself out. It's a future Chad problem. Yeah, that's not a Chad of today problem. 
That's one of my favorite things about that style of work. (laughs) My favorite thing about that kind of work, though, is here's a drawing. Just build it. If you build what's on the drawing, you get paid. And if it's not right, you get paid to change it. See, these little little walls don't have drawings. They Uh, they said, oh, we got to put a wall there because we can't grade the property down because then the services will be too high in the lawn. Right. So you have to put a stupid little wall there. And there's no one in the drafting department or whatever it is on the city that did a spec for it. So it was something silly, like the inspector wanted seams broken at 50%. And because of the way the corners go, yeah, they were broken at like 30% or something like that, right? Um, yeah, because when you turn the corner, it shortens the half. And, yeah. Yeah. So it was a, something stupid like that. Like, really, in the grand scheme of things, does it make a difference? Absolutely not. I'd be more worried about the fact that the wall does a return towards the house and only does a straight drop after three feet or three courses or something like that. So there's no, like, embedment into the property further up. But I don't know. I don't know. It's All a little right. wall. I'm not going to lose too much sleep over it. <laughs> End scene. End scene. This is the end of the podcast. We will talk about Mike's questions and the suspenseful answer next week. That was a long episode. That was a long episode. That's not the longest one yet. We needed a long episode. There's a lot. We needed a good one. Yeah. We needed a good one.